Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for hitting that play button for another episode of the Hetty Coleman Podcast, where I am on a mission to encourage a million teachers weekly. 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 And because of that, because of that, I sit down with not only teachers and have conversations, I have conversations with people who support teachers in schools. And today, ladies and gentlemen, back again, the one and only. Oh, man, let me grab. Do you have one of your books so I can put it up whenever? I'm currently reading this book. Do you got one oh, easy I access? Do. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Hold that up. Hold that. Oh, here. Let me hold it. Let me hold it up. Let me hold it up. <laughs> I'm currently reading her book, <laughs> Untold Teaching Truths. I am not a teacher. No, I'm not. But again, I am on a mission to encourage a million teachers. So the more I can learn about the work that they do and how to help them, the more I feel like I am going to be able to encourage them. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the second time, second time, a third yeah. time, second time, second time. It's just hang out a lot, so you think that I'm here yeah, yeah. a lot. <laughs> Katie Kinder, let's Woo! give it up for her. There Gosh, you go. That was, that Thank was quite you good. so much. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, staying busy, and I see you out. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Hold on a second. This is my son. I got to answer this. Do it. Because he's currently out. Can y'all hear him? What up? What up? How you doing? You're on, you on the podcast live. So Hi. Say all the right things. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. You just not got the Piedmont? Okay. Got you. Uh, Pete, no, Bethany. Go to Bethany next. Okay. All right, Zell and uh, my mom are out delivering red balloons. Red balloons. So, yeah. Are you just checking in? You got a question? Okay. Love you. Love you. <laughs> That's cool. So talking about encouraging many teachers weekly. We're red delivering balloons. these red balloons once a week. I love it. Uh, in the metro area right now, just starting out doing it in the metro area. And so I mean, as you so people cool. know, like you got the red balloons, you got the red socks. Sometimes red you wear socks. the red beanie. Like <laughs> the it's red. a whole like it's a whole vibe. Red cords. You're a whole vibe. <laughs> red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then people are like, What's your favorite color? I'm, like, I'm not sure. They was like so then they tell me it's red. It's red. Your favorite color is red if you don't know it or not. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe. It's like me with the blue and the teal yeah. and the it's a whole brand. Yeah. Let me uh let me just so you for those of you who are watching on YouTube, let me put Ready? these on. I got, I got it. I got to snap a picture too. <gasps> he looks good in a Hey, look at that. Yes. Now, here's the thing. I would I was going to say, man, I'm just going to keep these on the whole time, but I need my but glasses. But you need your <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep these on. These are only for photo uh photo ops. Yeah, photo ops. ops. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they look good though. You They're, might need a I pair. I I like that color. Yeah. I like that color. Really make you yes. make, make you pop. And I like, like you know of course I, I like bright color on my glasses or whatever. I have green. Those have are good yeah, too yeah, though. Yeah, Those yeah. are good. Yeah. So okay. So what have you been up to? Tell me. I, I've been loving on the teachers. Uh, just finished doing a classroom management workshop in Tulsa, and I got to kick off several districts in Kansas and Oklahoma wow. in August, and I just it's such a blessing to be able to love on these teachers and then i get in contact with them like for the whole year yeah. like i will have them come into my dms or they'll email me and i get i give out my number and i I'll, I'll get 
you know, someone from Kansas saying, this happened today, what would you do? And I'm like, this is what I would do. Like, I love them. And that is my goal and mission right now is to make sure that we can retain these teachers because our kids need them so much. Yeah, yeah. That's a good word, retaining teachers, retaining because so many of them are jumping ship because it's so hard, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, post-pandemic, I mean, it's 60% wow. in the first five years. That is crazy. So I feel like if they get the right training, and we have a lot of emergency certs in Oklahoma and in other states. And so here is a person who may or may not have a college degree, mm -hmm. and they're stepping into a sixth grade math class like with yeah. zero training. Yeah. And so in order to keep our teachers, they need the training. They need like situation like this is going to happen. What are you going to do? This is how you wrap around curriculum, something engaging, something fun. They need mentors. They need so much support. And sometimes they get inside their four walls and they don't want to ask for help and they drown and then they quit. Are they embarrassed? Yeah, oh yeah. 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 And so much educational jargon, like and I think people who've been doing it for so long are just like, well, the IEP and the PLC and the, uh, you know, all the things. The and like, TLC. Yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then like you're sitting in a meeting and you're like, I have no idea what they're talking about. And so you don't want to like raise your hand and be like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. And so it really requires a space that is safe that you can be like, I don't know what an IEP is. Mm -hmm. It's an individual education plan. Mm -hmm. It's a, you know, and I want to be that island for teachers. Like, ask me anything. What do you need? Like, I'm not your evaluator. I'm not looking at your test scores. I'm not looking at, like, come on, come yeah. to me. Yeah. Baby teachers. You're available. I'm available. And I, you can help. Now, do 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 you get many of them asking you questions based on, I, I, um, a keynote or a talk or a seminar versus like, have they read your book? Yeah. I mean, I've gotten some, some business through my book. A lot of times they'll hire me to come out and train their staff and then they'll order books as well. I was in Utah in March and it was so fun. They made a Katie Kinder swag bag. Oh, wow. And so there was like, you know, the blue glasses in the, in the book and the, like all these different little things. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a celebrity here. That's uh, cool. Which is silly because then I, you know, we broke bread together. We sat down and we talked and we uh, spent the day together and Mapleton junior high shout out. Uh, they are precious. And so, yeah, sometimes that, sometimes it's like a principal that says I've got, 10 to 20 teachers that need classroom management, like specific, this is how you manage a class of 30 plus. Okay. Yeah. And other times it's, we want to talk about AI or, or how does that, how is that going to change our classroom? And yeah. so it, I customize, but I get that a lot. Digital addiction. I get that one a lot too. Like how, what do we do with the cell phones? Gotcha. Uh, which is such a distraction in yeah. our kids' lives. And so I think they got to ban them. Mm. And they're already one-to-one -one technology wise. Like they already have an iPad or a Chromebook. Yeah. So they don't need their phone. When do, when do they not, uh, when do they start allowing phones in schools? I feel never, like. Never. If you go to any, so this is the difference. If you go to any school and you look at their handbook, which I think they're all required to have, mm -hmm. it will say no phones in the classroom. But the teachers, like, what if it's not 
brought from the top down, it makes it really hard to ban them. And teachers kind of give up. Like I yeah. even had a teacher reach out and was like, I know that they shouldn't be on their phones. I know that they shouldn't be on TikTok and also trying to do my work. Like I know that, but I, I want to like quit. Like yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And so, so I you had, let them have them, and then you try to create um, this. All right, I'm gonna let you have it, but you need to do this for me for. Yeah, and that's just. I mean, that divides our kids' brains too. Yeah. Like their IQ goes down by ten points if they're trying to do that. Like that's the antithesis of our job. <laughs> and so we got to ban them. And they can. And and so once they're out of sight, if they're in a bag or they're in a locker, they're. And I'm not like unreasonable. Like if I have a kid that comes to me and says, you know, my dad's in the hospital and he's getting a surgery, and my mom, my grandma's gonna text me. Like of course I'm gonna have you step outside, or you need to call mom or whatever. But then I'm I want you to put it up. Yeah. And it's worked really well in my class. It's a law in France. Did you know that? No. It's a law. Like if you bring your your phone to your school and are caught with it, you get a ticket. What? Yeah. And what happened to their test scores, Hedy Coleman? Through the roof better. Wow. Now how long have they had that? A couple years. Wow. That's uh pre pandemic. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I hadn't I had not heard that. Yeah. Uh who so whenever you're thinking about like I'm reading your book right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not a teacher, of course, but I'm I'm really But you could it. be. Come on. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. Just just kind of getting now, you're not every teacher, but you're a teacher, right? Yeah. And so just kind of being in the brain of a teacher oh, yeah. is what I feel like as I'm reading this, right? Sure, sure. And then I'm thinking about, okay, who's that teacher that they would read this and their ability to be an educator goes to the roof, right? Because they can start taking some of these. Yeah. Who, who, who is that teacher that you think could take this book and really skyrocket? I really think it's for every teacher. I really okay. do. Like, I really market it to baby teachers. That's what I tell my my teachers who are in their first five years. And right. I I mean, if you open up my heart, I believe baby teachers, I love them. And I want to be their mentor and their person. But really, it's for a vet teacher who has burned out. Mm. And I really want to get to the bottom of that. I don't understand it. You've burned out, but you aren't going to leave because you're vested in your 401k and you're like, so... How do we get you to get that spark back? Because nobody goes into the profession like, I'm going to sit at my desk and I'm going to be a bad teacher. Like nobody. Yeah, yeah. Nobody does that. And so how do we get the spark back for some of our, our teachers who feel burned out? And so the book is for that too. Yeah. And I think it's really about that circle of influence. Like you, you can get so upset about the state of public education or – laws being put into place or something but like you really have to like f narrow in mm -hmm. on your circle of influence and your four walls and what you can do because if you do start spinning out about some of that stuff then you will burn out yeah yeah mm. um how so for you like if if i'm a teacher right and i listen to this podcast i'm like oh my goodness i need katie in my life is that a coaching opportunity? Yeah. Is that what does that look like? And how? And I'm like, oh, my salary could I afford to sure to be able to, to well, pay always, for such a service? Like, yeah. what does that look like? Well, I always like to work in budgets, okay. always. Uh, but yeah, no, I've had several contracts where I have come out and once a month and 
we sit and I coach their baby teachers and they have access to me. And I just think that's really important because even if you have like an instructional coach on staff or a, they still are in your, I yeah, don't know, yeah. there's, there's possibility of it being unsafe. Yeah. And especially as a new teacher, you feel, you can feel that. Uh-huh. And so I'm just like an unbiased mentor, teacher, coach that will walk alongside you in this and, and then you'll stay. So yeah, anything from a keynote to a workshop to several workshops to, yeah, it's just what they need. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a teacher uh, hiring a, like a life coach or like a teacher themselves saying, I'm just going to pay Katie and we're going to jump on Zoom in the evening to help coach you? Do teachers do that? Like, I'm just thinking, like, you know how professionals, like, leaders kind of pay for coaching and sure. all that stuff well, for themselves? Well, I don't think the school district would have to pay for that because teachers don't make enough money to be like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, even, like, the conferences and the workshops we put on that are, like, open enrollments – the schools pay for that yeah. because the teachers, I mean, I still have so many friends who are working two jobs yeah, trying to make ends meet for their families uh-huh. and in Oklahoma. And that makes me, it breaks my heart for them. Yeah. So, but the, but the schools do have a budget. And yeah. so, and some of it is earmarked for professional development. And so you have to use it for professional development. So remember that teachers that if you want to go to a workshop or a conference or Sometimes it just takes like one of those vet teachers going to this amazing conference and seeing, you know, just getting that just spark back. And yeah. every building has a professional development yeah. budget. That's good. It's yeah. good to know. Good to know. Talk to me about this quote. Education must not simply teach work. It must teach life. Oh, that's 100 percent true. I just I don't think that you can walk in and teach a room of kids arithmetic <laughs> anymore. Like you have to start out with that first six weeks, you're building relationships. You are putting in procedures. You're teaching them how to speak to each other. One of the main things I do in my class is that they have to learn to speak. Like mm-hmm. we've got our kids coming to us and they don't know how. Like to sit here like this, yeah. they would lose their minds. <laughs> Like, where's my phone? Like, what? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. You know, and it's such a skill that we have to teach now. And so absolutely, we have to teach life and humanity. Like, we have to tap into their empathy and tap into how to be a good person. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. No, I, I like you said that because one of the notes that I wrote down, and I just wrote this down face-to-face on page, it's on page 105 out of your book. And you talk about why this is an imperative to being able to be successful yeah. uh, in life and in the classroom. and yeah. But if parents are doing it, like, what do we, like, as parents, we're on our phones all the I time. Know. Even when I'm talking to my kids, I'm on my phone, I you know? know? Like, I'm talking in on the phone and feel like this is okay, and but it's not, and our kids are taking that to the classroom. I really think... And this is something that teachers can, because we do have to be in community with parents and principals and the community at large to to raise these babies, is what I say. And so as a teacher, you can be like, well, I need the parent to do this. And that's not something you can control. Yeah, right? it's out of control. But if I've got a parent and, I'm, and I've got their ear, I would say family dinners without tech is really important. And there's research based on that. Like, 
the amount of kids who graduate from high school and college and go on to be successful because they had family dinners. I mean, that's easy. And I say that's easy. That comes from a place of privilege. Maybe it's not easy. Maybe it's mom's working a job at night and, you know, dad's not home and or you have to take care of siblings. Like, I get that. But if I did have a parent year, I would say, you know, no technology after 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And my kids have to charge their phones in my room mm-hmm. because it's too – I mean, it's digital addiction. It is uh, – Dr. Nicholas Kadaris calls it digital heroin. And that's why we're addicted too. But we have fully grown prefrontal cortex. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. And so I think it's really creating spaces to have a meal and talk and and to say, I pay for that phone, put it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got to put yours up too. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to lead by example. Yeah. You know, is what, is what uh, I think that's the way that I try to go about life is like just trying to lead by example. and Sure. And I say that to teachers too. Like nothing broke my heart more as an instructional coach when I'd walk the building and teacher was just at their desk on their phone. And I'm like. Oh, yeah. Come on. Like let's get up. Let's yeah. love on. Like we have this opportunity to love on these kids in front of us. And like somebody's on Etsy or something. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I get it. Like, I want to scroll too. Like, I can look at TikTok and wake up three days later. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a TikTok person, but well, don't my, start, Hetty, uh, because then <laughs> it's done. Like it's done. Now my husband doesn't have it, but he like, we're in bed like looking at TikToks and he's like <laughs> together, like watching TV. Yeah, he's like, pull up the Yes. He's like, pull up the dog videos. Like, I'm like, okay, okay. Like that is hilarious. And now it's like a romantic thing. Like, hey, you want to <laughs> watch TikTok? Like, hey, tonight, let's watch TikTok together. Let's watch TikTok. <laughs> He's like, I was romantic. I asked to watch TikTok with you. What else do you want? <laughs> that is too funny. I remember, and I don't know if my wife still is on TikTok or not, uh, but she was she was telling me one night, like, she had got into just a scroll fest or whatever. Scroll fest. And, yeah. then, and then she says TikTok asked her, do you think you should go to bed now? <laughs> TikTok is like, listen, lady, it's a too much. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is enough. Lay down, close your eyes, and go to sleep. TikTok. Now, I don't know if it was TikTok or there, if somebody intentionally is making videos and putting them on TikTok to where you should go to at bed. some point. Well, it's that Netflix thing, too. Like, when you're watching Netflix for, like, eight hours and Netflix pops up and it's like, uh. Yeah. You think maybe you should get your life together? Yeah. Do you want to rethink the next the next episode? Like, don't watch the next episode, please, it's please, like, are you please. There? That is so funny. <laughs> but no, we parents and adults, we have to really definitely uh, lead by example. Uh, where do you think education is headed? Like, do you like as far as traditional public schools? Mm. Do you see they're beginning to? Um, you see it needing to be different. Where I going? always think it needs to be evolving 100%. Yeah. Like we have to, our kids come to us and continue to evolve and continue to come to us with new issues and things. And now I mean, AI, people are up in arms about AI. And I kind of am in the middle. Like we should probably teach our kids how to use it and how to use it correctly and also be a little leery of it. But I still will stand by this. No technology, AI, robot, anything computer can walk next to a kid in a tough time Mm. and 
love them. Yeah. Except for our teacher. Like, our teachers aren't going anywhere. We're not going to have robot teachers. We need that human connection. And I think that if the pandemic taught us anything, it's taught us that. Yeah. Like there are so many conferences right now that are in person and people coming in person and no mass and they, they are craving connection and mm. our kids are too. And so I think, sure, we evolve, we take the new stuff and we learn and always grow, but we're always going to need teachers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's so important. I was uh, my son put a quote out there that said that teachers' average impact is three thousand students in Ooh. ten years. Like, if you yeah. teach for ten years, you're gonna. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness! Like, who else is getting that? <laughs> make that kind of difference? And so, how can you be intentional with that time and sure. really well, get the most? Do out you know of it? the National Teacher of the Year is in uh, Tulsa, Tulsa and yeah. is a friend of of ours and. You need to have her on. She's I do. precious. But she gets up at her talk and she's like, I need you too. And she's, I'm kind of ornery and all over the place. She's like, you could like go to, go to sleep to her voice. I tell her like, you could like, you could like be on TikTok and make millions and be like. Because <laughs> people are just playing TikTok videos to, <laughs> to meditate, like listening to, I'm like, what is that you're watching? TikTok. I'm like, oh. whoa, my, oh my goodness. But she gets up in her speech and she says, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think of a teacher that impacted you, you know, and she's like, your face is going to be on those kids' minds in 10 years and 25 yeah. years and 50 yeah. years. And we that is not something that we should ever take lightly. Yeah. And so I think it's really important that we remember that. And sometimes it's hard because you get into the day-to-day grind. You're breaking up a fight. You got, I mean, I teach middle school, so it's like there's middle school romance drama. Oh and this goodness. is happening. And there's a sub next door, and she quit and left. And you have to take in that classic. I get it. And it's you, sometimes you have to breathe and be like, okay, like, I'm here for these kids, and they knew that I showed up every day. Yeah. Now, what what uh, what does she teach? What grade does she teach? She teaches Rebecca math. Okay. Math. You she loves math. Juniors. <laughs> I think it's an honors calculus. <laughs> oh thing. my goodness, she's like that kind of teacher. Oh yeah, I think she goes like math conferences and stuff. And oh I'm my like, goodness. I'll read some poetry and stuff. Yeah, teacher. <laughs> um, my son, who I feel like. Um, he he he, did, he didn't go to regular school, okay. so he does Blue Jay Academy, which is like I don't know what that is. Blue Jay Academy is like epic, but it's okay through Guthrie School, so okay. you can do Guthrie sports and okay. stay at home. Okay, and uh, he um, he is um, he's uh, he's he's a pretty smart kid, I guess is the way you would say it. And so like he's taking calculus and all these classes online without a teacher involved and still like he still at the end of the year he goes to pass his test like because i'm thinking like you're cheating and something's happening you're not uh, obtaining then he goes take his test he's like yeah i'm in all ages i'm like how are you learning calculus on your own like i can't learn it with somebody teaching me how are you learning on your like how does that happen i don't think that's fair tell me as a teacher how does that happen you're so intelligent that you are teaching yourself calculus that's what i think our kids are all they all come to us from different walks of life and Uh you've got you know kids that are outliers that's what it sounds like to me that's an outlier (laughs) that's like a kid that's gonna like take over the world which i'm here for but 
Yeah, I mean, I still think, I mean, surely he still has, like, a counselor and people that are checking in on him. Yeah, they check yeah. in, but they don't ask about schoolwork. Yeah, so. They're just checking in to make sure that he is uh, doing his, like, <laughs> I don't even know what he's checking in. I guess because he's an athlete. So I think uh, the athletes have to have somebody that they, they sure. check in. And they have co- he has a coach that kind of walks alongside of him, and he has friends and a great family. Oh, yes, he has all that. But still, just, yeah. that doesn't tell me how he's learning calculus on his own with no teacher. <laughs> it's an outlier. <laughs> <laughs> my babies, I love my babies, but they're not learning calculus by themselves. Because this is what he's doing. <laughs> he's like, the computer's going. I'm telling him, like. Hopefully nobody from Guthrie Public Schools listeners. But anyway, he's like watching. I'm sure watching. they do. <laughs> Eddie Coleman. <laughs> he's like the TV. The computer's going. He has it turned all the way down. He's on his phone doing something, not schoolwork. I'm sure. And then I'm like, Zell, are you doing? School? He's no. I say, Zell, what are you doing? Schoolwork. I'm like, but the, the computer's turned down, and you're on your phone. Yeah, no, I'm doing schoolwork. Okay, think about what he could achieve if he put his phone down. Because <laughs> if he can look at his phone and also do calculus, then he could, like, solve... I don't get it. He could solve world hunger. Yeah, yeah. He I'm going to tell him that today. <laughs> tell him, Zell, get should, off. We need to FaceTime him again. That was him, not in school, out delivering red balloons. So this is my fault. He's not doing school. He's doing red balloons right now. So this is all my fault. Don't... I'm just... I'm I'm a parent. I'm just a human parent. So. <laughs> we are. We, it's yeah. messy. It's messy. We, it's very messy. Okay, so we talked about where education head. You think it should always be evolving and uh, doing those good things. How do you tell people they can best support teachers? Like this the, is one of my favorite questions. You and yeah. I have talked about this before. I mean, the community. Just know that, like, if you're a doctor, you're not buying your own supplies yeah like if you are you know whatever it is my husband who's an accountant he's not purchasing his own computer and purchasing his own printer paper and like so i think loving on teachers until we can get them fully funded but like how about you drop them an amazon gift card how about you show up with red balloon and coffee like i mean just Okay, it's not going to be a hundred dollar gift card from Amazon, maybe, but maybe a five dollars Sonic gift card. Yeah. I mean, something that says like, "Hey, I see you," and it's just hard, and it is hard. Yeah. And I think as parents, like support the support the teachers. I think sometimes we get into like mama bear mode, like I will take you down, and know that they love your kids yeah. and they are trying their best, and and you they might need you too. They might yeah. need you to come be a volunteer in the classroom. Come come get you some. Yeah. And yeah, I think helping them with supplies, loving. If there's a teachers like night where they have to be there until like eight o'clock at night because there's parent teacher conferences, like you could feed them. Yeah. Anytime, I mean, a lot of the churches around my school will will feed us on those nights, and mm-hmm. I mean, it just shows that you aren't alone, yeah, and that the community sees you. You know, it's amazing. Like when I hear people, when I hear teachers or somebody say that they don't have their schools don't get very much support, I'm like, are you serious? Like, what about a local church? Local churches aren't helping out, but. I guess I take it from granted because here in Guthrie, you know, yeah. it's something common and that's something I'm passionate about. I just assume that it's happening well, everywhere. Well, like big urban places. I mean, Guthrie is, it's not a tiny town, but it's, you know, it's, you feel like you know everyone kind yeah, of. Yeah. And uh-huh. you feel like, oh, yeah, I know Hetty is the yeah. red, red, everything. <laughs> and, <laughs> and 
I think sometimes those big urban schools can get lost in the shuffle. Gotcha. And and I think you got to ask. My mom's book, Miracle on Southwest Boulevard, that I brought you today. Yes. That's what she did. She went. Shout out, mom. Cindy Hem, love you. She's in hallway leadership too. She has a chapter in there. Oh, does she really? Yeah. yeah. Hold on, a second. let me grab these other books since uh, we shout them out. Let me grab these books. But she she went to churches and she went to businesses and even the mayor I think of Tulsa at the time said, "Don't get your checkbook out while Cindy Hem is around because she will ask <laughs> you. <laughs> she will ask you for money. Like, are you going to help my kids?" And she she had a community garden that each family had a plot where they grew their own food. And she got a store put on property because the families in the housing projects next to the school didn't have cars. And so they couldn't get to the grocery store. There it is. That's it right there. Yeah. Uh, I was just, I was in Putnam city at their convocation and I had these books out. I was with Derek and Shamil shout out dear Ricky and, uh, I had the whole shabam. All of them. We had all of our books out, and we were handing them out, loving on the teachers. And and some girl runs up to me and was like, "This book saved my life." She's talking about oh, miracle. Oh, this one. Mm-hmm. Miracle one of the students or the uh, one of the new teachers. One of the new teachers. Okay. And she said, "Last year, I was in a building. I felt so alone. This book was just in my room. I don't know why it was there. It was just there." And one day after school, I was going to quit. I sat down. I started reading it, and it literally changed my life. And then she looked at me, and she's like, you're not Cindy Him. Like, <laughs> who are you? Yeah. And I was like, she's my mom. <laughs> oh. And that's the reason she's like, she didn't know that you were yeah, the. Yeah, she, she was holding it up to Derek and Shamil and being like, where? Like, And he's like, the author's here. She's right over there. And she's looking at me like, hmm. You are not the author. I don't know if anybody <laughs> told you, but you are not her. Listen, I wrote that book. Okay? You're welcome, Mom. <laughs> then this book? You and Taylor, you guys coined it. Hallway Leadership. And it is fun, and it's really kind of been taken off. We've got them. Uh, there's a school up north who just purchased them for all of the principals in their district, and they're doing, like, a whole book study over it. And if you guys don't know, hallway leadership was coined by Hetty and and Taylor. Yes. And uh, Upchurch. There's more Taylors. Ta- there's, than our, yeah, Taylor Upchurch. Uh, Upchurch. And so his name's on the front. Yeah, <laughs> he was on the front. So he was at your podcast, and he said, yeah. "You know, I want to be a hallway leader. I want to be hall." And I was like, "Oh man, I text both of you. I think yeah. after I listened to it, and I was like, we're writing a book, right? Yeah." And they're like, mm. well, you wrote. You, well, Katie wrote the again. We, Katie wrote her mom's book. She wrote we our book. Wrote it. <laughs> Listen, Katie wrote this book. Katie. <laughs> Katie's writing all the books. If you need a book hey, written, come on, come that on. might be the business that you right. go into. You write people's books. Listen, yeah. I will meet somebody in like Walmart, and they will tell me there. It's on my forehead. Tell me your life story, and I'm like, girl, have you written this down? You got to write this down. Let me help you. <laughs> yeah. Like you got to write this story down. You can't just don't go. <laughs> To, do not talk to Katie about a book. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Uh, I have so many. You have so many great quotes in here from other people in this book. But um, I so it, I'm gonna read some of the book. Okay, it says I started studying my new students. I teach four or five classes each day, which can amount to 100 and 150 to 100 150 kids' names that I must memorize. Yep. I give myself one week to get it down. Yep. 
How in the world? You say every day for a week while my students are working, I walk to each desk practicing their names. They think I'm weird, and I just smile. They smile, too. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what's up, Hattie, Hattie? Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, how was your summer? Okay, okay, what's your – you know, and I – it's so important to learn names. So important. I would say that's number one when you, when they get there on the first day. you got to get their names right. Okay. Uh, I had a student, Diagene, and I, w- I kept – butchering her name and she's like oh it's fine you can call me that and i'm like no ma'am i will not call you that not today uh, and so my uh yeah i go and i practice and i even have like you know their picture up on power school or whatever and they're in there like i'm like okay 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 got it yeah. got it uh yeah and so i love my babies i always always say their names good right. good good uh last question what makes What's the one tip you're going to give a teacher to manage her classroom better? Mm. I think it's procedures. It comes down to procedures. like, And that's from kindergarten to 12th grade. Yeah. How do we sharpen a pencil in here? How do we ask to go to the bathroom? How do we? Because, I mean, if you're, if you're not managing them, they're not learning. Yeah. And so that has to be number one. So I, there's some really simple things. Like, I need your attention on me right now. That's everybody. Like, don't try to teach something while kids are running around yeah. and talking to each other. And and so, yeah, I think you've got to procedurally, this is how this works. Yeah. And and then you teach it, and then you reteach it, and teach it again, and you reteach it again. And That's how they learn. They understand that these are your expectations. And Loving kids and doing what is relentlessly right for them is having high expectations. Yeah. We have to love our kids enough to have high expectations. And so, yeah, we can have fun and, yeah, we're going to learn, but also high expectations. That's good. Across the board. Yeah. That's good. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie and I have to run to a school, and so we don't have much time, and she has an appointment. But. I'm going to read this last thing because it's funny that you said that because I was right on this and I underlined this. Free hint is uh, what it says in her book. Kids don't want an out-of-control, free-for-all classroom. That is scary, breeds disrespect, and people can get hurt. Remember, remember, ladies and gentlemen, as we get ready to close, we love our students. We hold them to high expectations, and that's exactly what you just said. Yeah. So we push at them. We expect kindness. We are family, but we are not friends, just like the most effective parents are not the peers of their own children. So many times in my career, I've had kids start calling me Mama Kinder. Sometimes the mom word slips out accidentally, and sometimes my students just call me that for the entirety of the school year. I am proud to be in local parentis. Mm-hmm. But I am not the peer or friend of my students. 100%. Katie, thank you for this book. Oh it's helping goodness. me serve Happy teachers Coleman. better. You're precious. And you rock. <laughs> and so I'm grateful that now we get to go and just spend a couple of seconds with uh, at a school yeah. and just go I'm in excited. with all the energy and make them mad. Because they say, Hattie, when you come, you get the kids riled up. So <laughs> we won't mess with any kids. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for hitting that. Oh, wait. Where do they find you on social media? Uh, Instagram, Until Teaching Truths, Twitter. Now called X. Now called X. You're killing it on X, too. At, I don't know if that's true. At Katie Kinder one uh, you can go to my website, katiekinder.com. And uh, just you could even Google search me, just like you can Google search Hetty Coleman. Uh, yeah. And it'll just pop up. Google. And remember all the books, okay? Remember all the books that she has going on. 
and the glasses and all that stuff. I will stuff. send you glasses. Yes. Hit us up. Hit us up. Uh, thank you again for hitting that play button for another episode of the Hedy Coleman Podcast. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, as always, go win. Go win.